Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's preview the NFC West next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Adam Azer, and we are previewing the NFC West. If you listen to yesterday's podcast, you know that how this is going to work. We're going to pick a division winner, talk about the biggest question for that division, and then Adam's going to give us a sleeper, a breakout, and a bust from this division. We're going to do this for every division in the NFL over the next couple of weeks leading up to training camp. And there's an obvious division winner here. The, the 49ers are the class of the NFC West. They might be the best team in the NFL. They went 13 and four last season. Even if there's some regression, this is still clearly the best team in the division, right? I don't know about clearly because you're really putting a lot of faith into Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy. I have enough faith in him to make them the uh, division winner but he's coming back from major arm surgery. So mm-hmm. I think there's, they definitely have quarterback questions. I think the Seahawks are so loaded offensively. Offensive line looks good. They, uh, I think they got Draymond Jones to upgrade their run defense. They've got young cornerbacks. Uh, the Seahawks are, are pretty dangerous, I'd say, but I do think it's tough to pick against the 49ers to win the division. Yeah, Brock Purdy went, I believe it was 7-0 and in the games that he started and finished 8-0 and if you count the one that he played pretty much the entire game against Miami. We don't count the one where he got hurt and only had four pass attempts. But I think that's the biggest question for this team is just, well, biggest question for the division really is what can you expect from Brock Purdy? Is he ready for week one first? And was last year for real? Because if it was, we saw George Kittle play really, really, really well with him. We saw Brandon Ayuk put up big numbers. We saw Christian McCaffrey continue to dominate. The problem is the 49ers offense is just constantly a math problem. They've got so many incredibly talented players, three I would argue elite or borderline elite pass catchers plus Christian McCaffrey. Elijah Mitchell had a pretty big role even after McCaffrey was uh, traded there last year when he was healthy. And so it's all, this is going to be an elite offense for fantasy. Is it going to be concentrated enough? And is Brock Purdy going to be able to elevate everyone is the biggest question here. I don't think so. I, I think he doesn't throw the ball downfield. He doesn't have a very good arm. So I think that really hurts Ayuk. I mean, I wanted to call Ayuk a breakout, but I just don't see it happening with Brock Purdy. I think it's better for Debo Samuel and McCaffrey and Kittle and anyone that's going to be a short area target. I don't think he's going to elevate them, no. I, I But but they're so good. I mean, I, I don't think Debo's going to have a 1,400-yard season anymore, but mm-hmm. I do think that they can all be, you know, must-roster players. Debo and Kittle and McCaffrey obviously could be must-start. Ayuk is the one I really worry about with Purdy because I just don't think he's a very good fit. By the way, my biggest question for this division is when is Kyler Murray going to play? I think sure. it feel specifically for Marquise Brown. I mean, kind of big questions at quarterback, at least in three different spots, you know, because can Matthew Stafford stay healthy? Is Kyler Murray going to be ready? You know, probably not week one, but is he going to play, you know, much at all this season? There, there's a lot of questions here. Let's move on to the uh, favorite sleeper for Adam Azer from the NFC West. James Conner, you know... I I don't really get it. He's a guy who has no competition. Mm-hmm. You know why is he going behind 
so far behind Cam Akers. He's involved. Connor's involved in the passing game in a big way. Why is he going so far behind Damian Pierce? Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's a lead running back. Yeah. Are they going to be terrible? Yeah. They were terrible last year. Yeah. They're the third pick in the draft. James Connor is, uh, is a, a sleeper even at his age. I mean, even though, you know, he's already been a breakout basically, but he's a seventh or an eighth round pick right now. He's an, he's an easy pick for me in that range. Yeah. The one that I really don't get is Cam Akers. He's going about a round after Cam Akers. And it's like Rams offense could be a disaster too. Cam Akers, we're pretty sure he's not going to catch passes. I, I don't see much reason for Cam Akers to go ahead of James Conner. So that one I, I don't get. Give me a breakout from the NFC West. I had a really hard it's time. It's a tough one. This. Yeah. And I was going to say Ayuk. I think there's a chance because if you look at like advanced metrics and people who break down football, they love Ayuk. He's really, really good. Yeah. The 49ers love Ayuk. I just, after all I said, I don't really think I can make him a breakout. So I feel like I would have to go with a rookie and I would have to say like Jackson Smith and Jigba or something like that. But I, I really don't know where to go with this. Who could Gino, Gino Smith just broke out. This is a, an yeah, that's, that's a tough one. Uh, so I, I will. Maybe it's Ken Walker. I, and I say, I, I think the role of Charbonnet could be completely overstated and Walker could just do what he did last year for a full season. I, I will give you one that you actually, Opened my eyes too on a, a podcast recently. That's Marquise Brown, who already broke out last sure, season. Yeah. He played the first six games with. I should have gone with it. Played the first six games without DeAndre Hopkins. Averaged eighteen point two five PPR points per game. That would have been good for wide receiver seven, just ahead of AJ Brown for the full season. Now, you know that's is it Colt McCoy at quarterback? Is it Kyler Murray for most of the? I don't know what that's going to look like. So it's it's a pretty ugly situation, but. He's shown that potential. Let's get a bus before we go. Sure, this is easier. Um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Debo Samuel. You already said math problem, and and that's just what it is. But I, uh, you know, for for as much as they love Ayuk, McCaffrey being there, Elijah Mitchell being there, I don't see more than four carries a game for him. Mm -hmm. I don't see. I don't know if we're going to get any rushing touchdowns. Maybe he'll break one or two, but we're not going to get short yardage rushing touchdowns from Debo. Uh, so I would not take him in the third round. I really would, would prefer to wait until the fifth round for Debo Samuel, mm -hmm. especially in PPR. You're not going to get a ton of receptions from Debo Samuel. So 36th overall right now in ADP. Try to wait at least one more round before you get Debo. I think the thing I would say is there are a decent number of ways for things to go right for Debo Samuel. I just think from a fantasy perspective, given the math problem that they have, given how many people they have to feed, and just his injury history too, there are probably more paths where things are disappointing for Debo Samuel than where you're really, really happy you drafted him. So I agree. Third round, probably a little rich. Prefer fourth or fifth round for Debo Samuel, but certainly like the player. Just the situation isn't, isn't as great as it could be given how good that offense is. And that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll be back tomorrow to preview the NFC North. We'll see you then.